do. There's nothing you can't do. There's nothing we can't do. That's just how it feels. Nothing I can't do. There's nothing you can't do. There's nothing we can't do. That's just how it feels. Yeah. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to season 2.5, episode 2 of LER. Learn, earn, return with James Ferguson. How's everybody feeling today? It's another beautiful Take Notes Tuesday. And this podcast is all about learning from your experiences, earning opportunity through taking action and returning your knowledge back into the world to better others. But this season is about best steps for future success, where we will review a series of topics to help all of us navigate this new world and come back stronger and better than ever together. So let's get it. Last week's episode was titled, Workless is Not Worthless. And that's where I discussed seeing the good inside the bad and creating leverage to build a better tomorrow today. So if you haven't checked it out, make sure you do because there's a lot of great information in it uh, and an exciting first episode on this 2.5 season. But this week, episode two uh, of season 2.5 is about how to stay motivated. Uh, And look, this is an area of opportunity for all of us, right? Um, But before we get into that, I want to be clear. You know, last week I discussed the upside potential of our current situation and seeing the good. But I also understand and deeply, deeply understand the real and scary truth of unemployment. You know, the financial burden it creates, the stress that comes from it. So I'm going to kick this episode off by, you know, first providing some insights on how to best prepare yourself uh, for getting that next gig, as well as some tools to help you get there. Uh, And then we'll get into how we get and stay motivated. So, you know, one of the things with unemployment usually requires is that you take a class uh, before you start the job hunt. Uh, And obviously with COVID, it's currently not a requirement because they don't want people grouped together and doing things uh, that they don't have to. Um, So that's something that you guys aren't getting a benefit from. Uh, And, you know, it's usually something you get to choose from, whether it's resume building or, you know, how to present yourself or whatever. There's there's a list of things you can choose from and you're required to do one. Um, But this is something that I actually felt uh, beneficial at the time and helped me gain confidence in what my resume looked like already at that time. Um, But uh, but look, here's what I want to make sure you guys understand. And these are things, these are steps that I took when I was first laid off, you know, the first time that helped get me where I got and will help me now as well. Um, First, get an up to date picture, you know, for your resume, your LinkedIn. You know, nothing's worse than acting like you're Johnny Drama on Entourage and keeping your 18-year-old casting photo when you're 32, right? So, you know, whether you have to pay for it or you do it yourself, um, you know, just make sure that it's an up-to-date photo. You know, make sure you're smiling, make sure you're dressed for the position you want. Uh, But again, just make sure it's up-to-date and and it doesn't require you paying somebody. You can do it yourself. That's what I did uh, on the first go-through and and it worked out fine. Um, And that's something that you should, should look into. Next thing is review your resume. Um, you know, read through it. Make sure it really has the valuable things that you've accomplished in each position. Make sure that the dates and the specifics are up to date. You know, make sure you even change the format altogether. That's something that I decided to do, and a great, great place to find those kind of things, a template to do so, uh, and other marketing materials and reports and things is Canva.com. And for those who know me, I use Canva like it's a religious situation like I use it quite often for many things whether it's through music this podcast for my resumes for reporting for all kinds of stuff um, and so if you if you don't have an account with canva I think it's 499 a month it's the best five dollars you're spending a life I swear to God um, 
But that's where I updated mine. I added color, I added design just to draw attention to it. And that's important to do. You know, it's just like my business card that I'm creating now. You know, I got it a little bit thicker so that it stands out, so that it feels different, so that, you know, you stand out amongst the crowd. Because everyone has the same kind of resume or the same business cards or those kind of things. And in order to stand out, you have to do something that's different. Because at the end of the day, we are all different and are all unique. And it's important to make sure you convey that in everything that you're putting out into the world. Once you've done that, um, go to someone you trust, family, friend, mentor, old supervisor, whomever it is, and have them review your resume. And honestly, I would have a couple people doing it. And that's the reason is because they're going to notice things you don't. And they're going to say, oh, you should add this or you should subtract this. You know, so by asking multiple people, you get multiple perspectives and it allows you to gain more knowledge from something that you may be staring at so much that you lose sight of what's really important or what should or shouldn't be on there. You know, the other key to this too is, is to remember you're not on an island. Don't put yourself on an island. You have people in your life, in your circle, whether it's friends, family, or whomever that are prepared to help you. You just have to ask. So whether it's advice, networking, job opportunities, planting seeds for future growth, these are things that you need to be willing to ask for. And I've found that as interesting as it sounds, even people within my family who I didn't really realize what they did for a living can benefit me in one way or another if I choose to ask for it. And that's the key. You know, you'll never know if you don't ask the question. So it's better to ask and know yes or no than to not know at all and not take the chance. So make sure you do that. Don't put yourself on an island. Um, once you finalize that and you're confident with the results, update your LinkedIn with what you've, you've got on your resume. Then do it on your Indeed account, your H careers, your zip recruiter, your, your career build or whatever it is. Update your resume, update your profile notes so that it's exactly like that photo that you took, which is a real picture of who you are, what you represent, what you've accomplished so that people see it, know it, and can make a decision. Then I recommend beefing up your recommendations on LinkedIn. So reach out to past managers, coworkers, whomever, you know, dating way back or even to recent for, for insight on working with you, you know, for who you are, what you're like, you know, by doing this, it allows you to really understand who someone is and what they're like. And as I always say, you know, it's more valuable to get feedback from those who report to you uh, as they know who you are, your style, your approach better than the, your superiors actually do. Um, so that's who I would recommend reaching out to. Um, and the way to do that is very easy. You go into their, their LinkedIn profile next to their name. It says more. You click on that under it. It says request um, recommendation. It then sends them a message. I would reach out to them via text or call first to let them know it's coming. Um, but that way they can fill it out. And, and look, also a recommendation if you're writing one or you're looking to receive one, the best way to describe to write a recommendation as weird as it sounds is like an obituary. The reason for that is I don't want to see as a professional that someone is professional, that they're honest, that they're great and a, a, a fan to work with, whatever. I want to see tangible examples of who you are, what represents you, what are you going to bring to the table that someone else is not. So by doing it like it's an obituary, it allows you to describe it in a way like you're trying to tell the best version of someone. Uh, and so if you're writing one, think about it that way. If you're looking to receive one, 
give someone some insight and say that to them that allows them to sort of reach outside of the box from those buzzwords that people think they need to write uh, in in a recommendation. Um, then stay active on LinkedIn. You know, whether it's entering chats uh, in areas that you're interested in or, or you're looking to be in professional areas of, connecting with HR heads in, in your field, you know, going onto different profiles and adding them, connecting them, it makes them look at you. Even if they don't add you as well, they're going to look at you. You know, posting relevant content that promotes you, your brand, and make sure that you stay focused on creating a unique image and a profile that catches the eye and is also relevant regularly on people's timelines. Because if you're not regularly on someone's timeline, they're going to forget about you. So it's important that you stay active on there. And then after you got that in the swing, apply to jobs. And you should be applying to jobs throughout this process. But really, once you get that beefed up and you're confident and you got exactly what you need to push out there, push it out there. Apply to jobs. Apply to jobs that you don't think you can do. Because I promise you, the things that you think you can't do, you can do. You're just the reason it's not happening. So apply to jobs that you, you have to stretch for that you're a little nervous about uh, because I promise you, you can do it. You're just in your own way. Um, and then, you know, the next question, the question of the day is, uh, once all that front end work is done, how do I stay motivated? Well, here we go. You know, one of the things that I always say is subtle reminders are key. I think Drake says it in Sandra Rose's song on his last album. You know, subtle reminders are key, whether it's a post-it, a dry erase message on your mirror, something in your wallet, whatever it is. Writing motivational quotes, which is something that I enjoy. Those things are markers throughout the week, throughout the month, whatever, that help you stay motivated. Writing something on your mirror. Look, everyone brushes their teeth or brushes their hair and looks in the mirror in the morning. If you write something on there, you're bound to see it. You're going to be forced to see it, and it's going to hold you accountable. So write things there that keep you on point. The next is set goals, daily, weekly, monthly goals, and follow through on them. You know, examples of this is, you know, apply to jobs, obviously, every day. You know, go through the week, though, and set goals. Like Mondays, like for me, the way I sort of set up is Mondays I read or, or try and finish a book. Tuesdays I write my book. Wednesdays I do music. Thursday I'm writing again. So those are the things that keep me going throughout the week in addition to the normal applying to jobs, reaching out, building networks, all those things. Um, you know, weekly-wise, you know, you're, you're finishing what you start. You know, follow through on jobs, follow up on jobs. You know, for example, with Greya, make sure that she says a word or walks more confidently by the end of that week. You know, make a song, finishing, you know, writing two pages of my book, read halfway through a book or finish it, those kind of things. So, um, and then monthly, finishing uh, writing a whole chapter, finishing three songs. You know, these are things that I'm start starting to set goals on for myself that you have to decide what matters to you, what's important to you, what's going to better you, and do those things, set those goals. And by setting goals for development and recreation, um, it, it really makes a difference. It keeps you working towards something. It helps you look forward to the next thing, completing it, helping you feel accomplished, uh, and most importantly, holding you accountable. You know, one of the things I also, you know, do sometimes, and I even recommend this, is look up clever daily names to keep you motivated. You know, you can look up hashtags that might help you get inspired as well. So Motivation Mondays or Mindfulness Mondays, you know, one of the things for me when I was working was creating a quote for each week, and I would post it on Monday, talk about it in our daily, daily stand-up and help people understand how to better live that out that week. You know, Tuesday is Gratitude Tuesday. For those who know, I've been posting that uh, more recently, so every Tuesday, I'm creating something that helps you be 
uh, have more of an attitude of gratitude. Um, you know, workout Wednesdays. If you're working out, that's a day that you can set to really, you know, put that as your focus. You know, throwback Thursday, right? Um, you know, really reminisce on how far you've come. I think so often we, we get so caught up in the next thing that we forget to look back and appreciate what we've gone through, even the situation we're currently in and how far we've come or how far we're going to go. Uh, fun Friday. Make it fun, man. Whether it's the way you dress that day, it's the things that you set up for yourself, the things you're going to go do, whatever. Like, have some fun. You know, it doesn't have to be all business. You, at the end of the day, you get to be home and, and do what you want. So, so make sure you take advantage of that. You know, shout out Saturday is something that I always appreciated. Looking out for people that do good work around you, whether you're at work or not. Um, shouting out family, friends, small businesses, whatever it is. Uh, Sunday fun day again. You know, two days of fun is important. It's why we always have two days off when we are working. So make sure you set two days aside where you're just doing anything that's fun and not work related. You know, but the other key to staying motivated is your routine. You know, don't get into bad habits. For example, don't stay up late, wake up late, stay in the same clothes for four days straight, which we've all done, including myself. You know, don't give up on hygiene. Keep all those things as, as a high priority. Because when you look good, you feel good. And when you feel good, you do good. So take those showers, put on your makeup, do your hair, get dressed. These daily routines will keep you on your game and motivated. And that's another thing when I, this first happened to me, the first go around, it's something I really stuck to and it helped me stay on top of it. I would wake up at 5 a.m. and I would go to the gym and I would read books and I would create structure for myself that allowed me, again, to not have to readjust to work life but be already prepared to do so. So that's another thing that keeps you motivated. Um, you know. But, uh, but by doing this, it really helps you to, to stay on track. And, and so then the next part of it, once you really mastered yourself, is to, to help others do it. And by helping others do it, you multiply uh, your routine, your, your motivation, and it helps others do the same. Because by you giving it to someone else, they do the same. Uh, and that's how we all are better together, by holding ourselves accountable and living the same way. And it's just like this podcast, right? I can't teach you one thing and do another. So you know, just as the same as I'm speaking to you on something, I have to do the same things. And it holds me accountable if I'm helping you do it. And that's why it's important that you help others because it's not just about the other person that needs the help because I need all these things just as bad as you. I need to be motivated just as bad as you. You know, those are all things that I work towards uh, just as much as you. So by helping others, you do the same. Um, but yeah, that's really, you know, it, these are the necessary steps for future success, and that's that's what this podcast is all about. So I hope that you you got that. You know, this episode, uh, or that's the end of episode two uh, of LER season two point five. Look, next week we'll be talking about self care and mental health. You know, physical, mental, emotional, etc. These are important important things. You know, for all of us, and and honesty and openness is key to this. And um, I hope that you guys join me next week for that, because I'll elaborate on ways that you can continually uh, provide self care and mental health uh, opportunities. But again, as a quick review, build your resume, build your profiles, ask for help, set goals to keep you going, and a reminder from last week: excuses don't get results. So create leverage and build a better tomorrow today. Thank you guys so much for joining me this week on episode two of season two and a half. I look forward to being with you all again next week, Tuesday at 12 o'clock. Have a wonderful week and let's get it. There's nothing we can't do. That's just how it feels. Nothing I can't do. There's nothing you can't do. There's nothing we can't do. That's just how it feels. Hey.
Thanks for listening to LER. Hope it was a good episode. My name is James Ferguson. Hit me up on Twitter at LER Podcast and let me know what you guys thought. Have a great day and let's get it.